Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Presented by Audiovisual Consultations. See, this is why I wish I had a camera. Like, I just look over, like, Jack's got one face on, you got a different face on, you're you're in the middle of the clouds somewhere. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? yeah, yeah, just scrolling, just scrolling. Because <laughs> you don't see what I see. No, I know, but I know, but I think I know what you see just based off of your face. You know what I mean? I get a lot of messages during this show. Just saying. Welcome to the Wagnerwire 10409, The Horn. Oh my god, streaming live at hornfm.com, AM 1260-1019-FM. Oh, we have a lot of fun here, man. Oh, yes we do! Nipples! Are your nipples Are your nipples hard? It's mainly because it's cold in here. Yeah. Is everybody's nipples hard? It's also the tight shirt. What's your nipples doing right now? Go ahead and you can touch them. It's okay. I mean, Mine are doing great. Mine are fantastically firm. I'll say cozy. What? Cozy. Look, are you everybody sent oh my god, everybody everybody is sending us pictures of their nipples. Jesus! Stop! <laughs> guys. It's stop. Sunday. You guys. What what is it you say you do here? Um <laughs> well, we look at nipples. <laughs> so apparently right now that's what we're doing. Anyways, every hour brought to you by audio visual consultations. In about For science, of course. For, it's it's clearly for science. Clearly for science. You guys are crazy. You guys are absolutely crazy. Hey, um, make sure that uh, you guys are checking us out on the app as well. If you can't hear us on our terrestrial radio stations, 
of 1049-1019 and AM1260, um, we encourage you to download the app as yeah, well. It does happen from time to time. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, things break. So Signals go down. I wanted to ask you, Eggs, because- Ask away. Because, ask away. you know, we're in those uh, dog days of summer where the sports selection- Baseball, baby. Baseball. It's good to be an Orioles fan. It's good to be a Rangers fan. Yeah, but I mean, the selection of variety is a little thin, you know? There's not a whole lot more to watch. You got some WNBA basketball. I think Slam Ball's coming back. You got some soccer, MLS. You got the uh, Women's World Cup coming up. You got NASCAR. You have some NASCAR. You got F1 kind of finishing up here. And then you have. Um, speaking speaking you have of golf NASCAR, make sure you guys are tuning into Revved Up. Oh, yeah, dude. Rodney. He always has us on the right Rodney track. Rodney and Bobby Chaffee, man. He does <laughs> always have it. They, they always have us on the right track for sure. No pun intended there, honestly. That was good. But I, I did want to ask you because this is taking place today. We have the finals coming up and the third place game here in CONCACAF. So, you know, Mexico gets dominated, decimated by us. 3 0. Yeah, so I have to, I'll, I'll ask Which was great. This, which was course. great, right? So Are, bad, we, ba- are we back? Are we? Are we? I don't know. Are we man. on the level? I mean, we always had. We've had the players for a little while. I'm not sure about the coaching selection because we talked about we it like talked an, about hour an hour one. one yeah. I'm still not sold on it. So, I mean, he's going to get his chance to prove himself. Apparently, like, it, again, it, again, again. It's already been signed. It's just like you know, he has to rebuild trust with the players and, and in the and, community. Wouldn't nah, you say? No, because he has the community, but the fans, no. If you're talking about like the fan community, yeah, he definitely needs to rebuild rapport. But if you're talking about like the soccer community that makes this decision, obviously wasn't a big deal. Like he's already good with them and they already knew. Uh I'm pretty sure like that's just it. Nobody really knows how this went about. Like how how what thorough was the, was the search? Process? Yeah, what is the process? Nobody said anything. And and that's what just makes it so frustrating is that uh, they try to use like almost every excuse. They even try to use like the the fair play excuse where they were like, "Well, you can't get a guy like Guardiola because that means that you would have to pay the women's coach the same amount of money." But it's already been proven that the the men's coach had still made more than the women's coach in the last World Cup cycle. So I'm just like, okay. Well, Marty, I just don't see where it's going to go here. I mean, you, you you talked about it, you know, in hour number two. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to get, you know, a different result. And to me, it's just like taking one and laying a flyer on the Giants because it's not going to happen. That's what I was going to ask you about today. Uh, exactly. Taking a flyer. Because, you know, since Mexico was just decimated by the United States, they have to take on Panama in the third place game. Usually teams don't care about a third place game. Uh, Panama is at plus 460 to win outright in this contest. Mexico is still the favorite at minus 165. And the 90 minute draw would play to a plus Man, 280. Tough. That's tough to touch. And I'm just like, man, I am i don't know a whole lot about Panama or the players on that squad that are representing the national team right now. But It's just all offense, right? Nah, not necessarily. They're one of those teams that just doesn't create. Like they kind of sit back on a counter and and you know they help for a set Excuse piece. Excuse me, or I'm thinking like of Costa that. Rica. Excuse me. Yeah, they're well, yeah, Costa Rica way more defensive, but they're 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 also changing too because they were old. But like I don't know a whole lot about Panama, right? But given the scenario of what has just transpired in like what the last two days going into this matchup, you get embarrassed in front of a pro Mexican crowd in Las Vegas. By the United States, your biggest rival, to the point where the coach leaves, and now you're taking on a Panama side. Jeez, don't put it like that. <laughs> like, 
That's cr- okay. The coach, coach didn't fired. leave the kid. The coach. <laughs> All right. So coach got fired. Yeah, got- right. <laughs> they they went. The fans already seemed frustrated because they broke out into the chant at the very end of that match to where it had to be ended early. How do you think the players are responding tonight? Because I'm honestly thinking about taking a flyer at plus 460 on Panama. This, I think this is dangerous. Um, like You don't think that's a smart play? Like a little bit. I'm not saying put the house, but maybe a couple of bricks. Uh, what are you thinking? What are you thinking of laying down? Oh, man. I mean, it's just a small like amount. Three, three units, maybe? Four units. Mm, it depends on your measurements of units, but 15 gets you back 66. That's not bad. So I'm like, you, you start bad. doing the multiplication. It's like, oh, you're playing with something serious. They're down 50. They're, but down, I'm like, they're but, down 50 on that. That's a flyer. But, but I mean, it's just all, it's all scenario-based because Mexico is still the more talented team, and that's why they're the favorite. And given where it's taking place, they're going to have the, the bigger crowd advantage. But, but, but exit stage right to leadership – I think you might. I think you're good with this flyer. I mean, like, the players just didn't look fiery until they start getting into fights, and I'm wondering if that fieriness is going to carry over. Just because this is like the respect game, it's like, hey, we're still good, just haven't been playing well, and that happens. And they come back and just decimate Panama. I don't see it happening. I really think. I really think. I really think worth, Panama is worth, win. Is it worth fifty dollars? Is it worth the fifty dollar flyer? What is? I guarantee your fifty puts you in the two hundred return. Oh yeah, no, it easily would. Easily, I think it actually puts you. Carry the one. Yeah, I was like, I think it puts you into three hundred. Carry the one, yeah. 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 So I, I don't know, man. Take it. It's tough to say. It's just all scenario based because it's like player wise, Panama obviously should not win this game. I. And I, think and then, I think it's worth the flyer smash. And, and, and I also think that this game could be a draw. Like, I can see them, because, like, Mexico, oh man, do they want to play and show up hard for a third-place game, you know? I think, well, one, yes. I think they have to, but I don't think that their spirits are there. I don't think it's all there. And, and that's, like, it just seems talk like... About sport, we talk about sports psychology a lot. <laughs> it just seems like this would be, like, the perfect scenario for that to take place, where it's like, oh, Panama can come and rip out, like, an early goal... And then they can just sit back and absorb and get lucky and, and take this win and just pile on the misery to Mexico. Do you think the line will get better for you closer to the match? Uh, that's tough to say. I don't think it's going to improve any more, particularly in that game, because I also wanted to ask you about the final, which is between USA and Canada. And that line has changed because even the Americans were like at plus 178 just a night ago. And now the Straight out win has moved to even. even right. Yeah. Uh, Canada plus 285. A draw for that 90 minutes at plus 225. Again, new coaches for the mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the news breaking. And then you have to take into account the red cards that transpired against Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, so that I means like that those players like Weston McKenney aren't available tonight against Canada. But uh, like, but still, like player for player, we're still the more talented squad than the Canadians. A lot going on, lot going on behind the scenes for America right now. But I you think take a flyer on Canada at plus two eighty five against the United why States. Not? Why not? If you're gonna take if you're gonna take one on Panama, you might as well take one on Canada. Lay down a hundred on each, or not each, <laughs> not each, but take take a hundred. I was gonna say split a hundred, throw fifty, throw fifty, throw half a C on each. I was going to say, I need more sponsorship money before that can that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Throw half a C on each and let it ride, man. Okay, well, we'll, we'll don't parlay it. Don't we'll, parlay it. We'll fix the figures. I 
I'd, I'd be interested to see that parlay, though. I would too, man. But I, for some reason, something's wrong with this thing. It's not letting me. And then I wanted to ask you uh, about the links because are we talking U.S. Open here? Yeah, and hey, you know what's Rory? What's Rory doing? Let me see, because I was going to pull that up. What's too. Rory doing, Jack? I'm not a big golfer. How's your? You got a nine iron back there? Yeah, he was really talking you always, to you, Jack. You just asking. Got a nine iron. You, that's a yes. Every anytime somebody says you got a nine iron, you say yes. Tell him it's a seven. <laughs> but say yes. All right. So everybody is really apparently behind Ricky Fowler today because this is his opportunity to win his first major. Battle, game. Ricky. Battle. He goes into the final day at plus two seventy five. You're talking about Rory plus two twenty five. Wyndham Clark at plus 300, Scotty Scheffler at plus 400, and then uh, the numbers really start to take a take a upswing, no pun intended here. A forward uh, swing? Yeah, I mean, like, Dustin Johnson is, Let's like, listed. Let's get mobile dips going. <laughs> plus 4,000 here. Uh, DeChambeau plus 15,000. No, uh, I mean, like, the numbers start to go up astronomically. Any of these guys that you feel really have a chance at winning this, that you would take a, a play on. The way that Ty explained it to me, picks about three, four guys, and then lets it ride. But Fowler oh, seems uh, to be like the the uh, the fan Fowler's here. the guy. Um, I will I will never count out Scheffler. Um, I mean, plus 400 seems like a pretty decent that's a, return. That's a nice little return there. Uh, throw that there. Yeah, let it fly. Lay it up. Lay it up, if you will. Lay it up. Or you just think that Rory's too strong. Rory's got a good, I mean. At plus 225. Oh, and it's changing. It's changing. Yeah, look at you. Want to lay down the lines here. Want to lay it down, get it going. You don't You don't play anything, do you, Jack? Not yet. Betting-wise? Yeah. I Not yet. Stop. You stop over there. We Just because <laughs> you went y'all. down the hall. My, y'all. my most lucrative thing is uh, I do player props on Rockets games. I know the Rockets very well. I know exactly what they're bad at. That's a, that's efficient. I bet the over on whoever the best team, the other team's best player is on points. If they have a really good defensive wing, I'm betting the over on steals because the Rockets guards turn it over like crazy. It's things like that. Right. Betting against my own team. I hate when it comes down to that. How about Oral Roberts making a run at this thing, man? Men's College World Series, 2023 Men's College World Series. Oral Roberts on to face Florida. You see the shout end of the to, shout out to Hook'em. The end baseball, of the, by the way. Palo Alto Regional. No, <laughs> it was a, it was devastating. Did you not see this? No, no. It ended on a can of corn fly ball that we lost in the lights. Uh, it would have gone to the it would have oh, gone to the tenth inning. Yeah, in the saw, the oh, oh, I thought you were. T- yeah, I thought you said something it's devastating. I thought yeah. you were. T- oh yeah, my oh, was, I was producing me. that game with Craig. Excuse me, I just, thought you were referring to the Virginia Florida game. Oh no, no, no! But man, what a way for that season to end. That's that was baseball, a rebuilding man. year for Texas baseball. That's a rebuilding year. A rebuilding year. year, getting ready to go to the Supers. You know what I mean? To the World Series. Or, we were in the Supers. Me, we were in the, yeah, we were in the Supers. Un, unreal. Shout out David Pierce. What would that have been? 39? 39 trips to Omaha? I believe so. I think we're back down to only going to Omaha 50% of the time. I think last season we we bumped over that 50% mark, and now part, we're- Pardon us. Our impoverished baseball team is, is back <laughs> to, to a measly 500. Pardon us. Yeah, um- if you missed it in our first hour, we, we reported that Bob Huggins, uh, former men's basketball coach for WVU, has resigned his position after the DUI. Huggy Bear. 
uh, charge that he was found with last evening, blowing a .21 into the breathalyzer. So uh, that in basketball, that is the news in college basketball. Um, we will have Keenan Womack on here in a little bit to talk a little bit more about your NBA draft preview. <laughs> I was going to say the worst kept secret in the league if who's going number one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we already know, man. We all know. Oh, it's man. like everybody that's a San Antonio Spurs fan has been talking about it. Like, oh, yeah, once we get him, blah, blah, blah. Draft parties. San- I- I'm sorry, man. As a Mavericks fan, I just hate to see the San Antonio Spurs fans all excited. I'm a Rockets fan, so I'm I'm with you a I'm little I'm a bit. Wizards fan. Hey, so. y'all are in the news this week. Oh, yeah, Bradley Beal's <laughs> yeah. going to leave. Thank you. That's great. You have to tear You got to tear it down. Yeah, you got to start over. So, look, so people ask You're me about this. You gotta, you I, gotta, I get it. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. But you don't think Kuzma can lead it? No. No, I get it. Yeah, I'm, just like, I'm sorry, man. He's a, he's a fine good role player. player. Being I like funny. him. Good, role, good key cog. Good key cog. But, look, Bradley Beal is an exceptional talent. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA for a reason. I mean, he was averaging what, what, over 28 points per game i just never get to see him because he plays on the wizards and then they're on national tv i get it and where you know good landing spots for him are the heat and the suns right now are the are the the number one key players uh if you're asking me i'd love to see him go to the heat just because i'm a jimmy butler fan at this time um but man you know how like everybody and i hate to be depressing but you know like how you're, I guess you don't think about it until way later, but one day you step on the field or the court or whatever, and you play the finest game of your life, and that actually ends up being the finest game that you'll ever play because you can never match those feats again. I kind of feel like with the grind that Jimmy Butler has put on his body because of his tenacious defense and for the years that he's accumulated in the league, I'm like, did we just see no. like the end-all and be-all best of him? Like, no. yeah, he's still going to be a good player, but that was... The way that he led this team to the finals, he, and he didn't was hurt. That, yeah, was that like, and that and that takes a toll on you. Sometimes you you play through an injury and it affects you later on and shortens your career. Does like was that the best Jimmy Butler we have seen? And that will be the end of it. Like he can, I don't think he can replicate. I don't his think that was the best that we've seen. Nor do I think that it will be the last. He will be thirty four the next time he steps foot on a basketball court. Yeah, man. I, I don't mean, think it's not LeBron. The... No, I understand that too. I wholeheartedly, I understand that. But you're seeing professional athletes, high alpha male athletes, do not, and it's not just a gender thing. You're seeing alpha athletes uh, have longevity, more longevity in their professional careers now. And it's because of modern day medicine. It's because of cryotherapy. It's because of being able to take care and reinvest well, into your body. Th- but that's not the question because, yes, he can play, but it's like, you know. Chris, well, we see Chris, him at the same level. Well, we yeah, because Chris level. Paul is not the same Chris 100%. Paul. But Chris Paul is great until he breaks. He's good until he breaks now. He used to be great. Correct. And that's, okay. and that's where, good, I, that, he's good, that's where he's I'm good, afraid he's at 34, going on to 35, like, man, did we just see, like, the best no, I don't, I don't, of Jimmy Butler. That I was his best. Think, I don't think it will – I don't think it's over for Jimmy Butler. Because I feel like we I think kind he can of, still get to the same standard of basketball. I mean, I think he can for a couple of weeks in the postseason, and that's why getting Bradley Beal would be so big. He wouldn't have to take. They didn't have anybody that could score, right. score points for the whole year. Because I mean, even I mean you're, playoffs, you're looking at you're looking shots. at Vincent and you're looking at um, Hero could come Hero, back. Kyle Lowry. Well, Hero didn't play until game game. Hero wasn't even a, a a factor into the in the finals. But honestly. Bradley Beal is just like if you took Tyler Hero and multiplied it by three, he's just better. He's, a lot <laughs> He's just like I don't understand it for no, Phoenix. No, Why would Phoenix trade like, for Bradley? And, Beal? and honestly, like, and, and Bradley Beal played at Florida, so I mean, Donovan. 
Billy D, Billy D, Billy D. Because so, they would try to pair him up with Booker since Chris Paul's not there and hope that Aiden turns into a rebound but block I, shot guy. Phoenix's issue is they had many, they is don't not need shot creation. Not, yeah, exactly. They don't need another slightly worse Devin Booker. I'm, I'm with you. I, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there, too. But it's just kind of <laughs> like. a balanced team like, with role players. I think, um, I think the Heat end up getting Bradley Beal, which sucks because, you know. as Heat make a, the most sense. As a Wizards fan, I, I, I would love to see Bradley there. And, and stay there, but you got to get a return for your investment, and you, um, you got to suck in order to get great. Like, yeah, you have and, you have to get a top you can't, pick. You can't, you play, you can't be pick. mid. You can't. You can't just. You can't be nine or eight <laughs> every tell, year. That's, that's the worst tell, place tell, to be in the NBA. That's tell worse those are the Sacramento King fans. Well, yeah, I mean, look at them but for look, years and yeah. years, and it's actually they, finally they, they paying tor- off. They tormented with with eight and nine for a while, and then finally they just said, "You know what? All in. We're we're filling this thing." I mean, you're drafting Denny. I like Denny Avdia, but you're drafting Denny Avdia. Rui Hachimura, the white dude from Gonzaga, Kispert. Kispert, like, yeah, yeah. Th- that's not moving the needle. I mean, maybe it moves the needle. On, like if Denver picked up one of those guys, that would be great, and that's good talent in the middle of the draft. But you need to be bad in order to get really, right. really good. Right. I agree. Tank time. I agree with Jack. It's it's time to to implement execution. Philadelphia the, the, let me let me no ask. trade clause. You're also kind of you're not going to get a good return on your investment. It's going to have to be picks. Let me ask you this real quick. I mean, like Miami barely even got into the playoffs, let alone make the NBA Finals. Giannis is hurt. He's coming back. All these younger players that were hurt are coming back to take on the Heat, who I feel like just got another year older and very unsure. You think they can make the playoffs again, let alone get back to the finals? With the addition, with the advent of Bradley Beal, yeah. Man, I don't think that's enough. If they run it back, I mean, they went on a miracle run and their role players were hitting shots that they had no business yeah, hitting throughout um, the playoffs. Yeah, I just it was, don't it think was a fantastic, Vin- insane Robinson, all-time run. Struce. I mean, eight seeds don't make the finals. They almost lost to Chicago in the play-in. Mm-hmm. They did lose they to did. Atlanta yeah. in the play-in. It was a coin flip. If DeMar DeRozan's daughter gets to go to that Miami game and cheer and scream during the free throws, Miami <laughs> yeah. might not even make the playoffs. I know, that's what makes it and then they, and then they, and then they take out the one, then they take out the two. Then I mean, they just they run through the East, and then they hit the inevitable. I mean, when they upset the Boston, that's where you just like come on. Well, once I, once I see them, once I saw what they did to Philly, I was just like, okay, all right, but yeah, we got to take a break. Um, don't go nowhere. More Wagner Wire on the other side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Wagner Wire, 1049, 1019, AM1260. Streaming live at ornipin.com. Every hour brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. 512-255-8678. The best in the business, setting the standard in audiovisual automation for over 32 years. Go to the go to their website at avconsultations.com and see the gallery of projects that they've done over the past 32 years. 
If you have no clue on what you want in your house, I'm sure you'll get an idea if you go to the Gallery of Projects and call them up. Tom's an old school person. He likes old school ways and he loves the old school deals. Gives you a little bit of a percentage off if you do cash deals too. 512-255-8678. AVConsultations.com. All right, Smash. We've been talking about a lot today. I mean, we've been all over. We've been through, what, the Premier League. We've been through the U.S. Open. We've been through boxing. Um, a little bit of NBA. We'll get into some more NBA because we got the draft coming up here. So we got Mr. Keenan Womack from Orange Bloods on the uh, Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, which we go to right now. Welcome on, our guy. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Welcome. Happy Sunday. Nothing much. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, happy uh, NBA draft week, sir. Absolutely. So let's uh, to celebrate. Let's let's talk about the. Um, I guess we have no clue who the number one draft pick is going to be in the NBA here. Yeah, it's a tough one this yeah. year. Tough uh, one this year. Very so very <laughs> very clueless on how this is going to pan out. Um, <laughs> uh, but beyond that, I mean, Keenan does a fantastic job um, with keeping a, a, a pulse not just on college basketball but on NBA basketball as well. Uh, make sure you check his website out at. Uh, draft, excuse me, draft punk, as well. Correct. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And he yes, does sir. a does a lot of work for sure, dude. Does a lot of work for Orange Blood. You can find him on Twitter at Keenan Womack. Okay, brother. Let's get into it, man. Break down the down and dirty for the association this week. What do you like? Um. All right, man. A couple things that come to mind initially. Um. So, um. For our Texas friends or listeners um, from Houston or who live in Houston, um, they are looking at this kid from, uh, there's this upstart basketball league called Overtime Elite, um, started a couple of years ago, and there's these two twins from Georgia named the Thompson Twins. Uh, they're these 6'7", I mean, freaky athletic twins. I mean, like, generationally athletic twins for their size. They have guard skills. Um, at six foot seven, um, that's just. I'm sorry, that's un, that's not fair. Can we just can we stop it's giving these fair. big dudes handles like Kevin <laughs> Durant and stuff? I know, <laughs> like that. When I mean, watching Wembenyama, it's like watching NBA 2K. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it, you're, it's a created player with all hundreds. Man, you know they won't what I mean? even let you create that in 2K anymore. Now it's NBA 2K. It's, it's NBA 2K. Keep going, brother. I'm sorry. Um, I just I had to go in that route. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. ridiculous. So, um, I I like so Amen's sort of issue. I think it'll depend a little bit on if if Houston brings back James Harden, because um, that's the rumor sure. right now is that Harden wants a um, a reunion in Houston. Harden just um, wants money. So you know, Harden wants money, but I think he yeah. I mean, he's Harden. You know, right? Uh, we know what he likes to do in his free time. He likes chicken wings. Um, he likes supporting local businesses with chicken wings. He likes supporting local businesses. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, brother. No, not at all, um, man. I'm support. I, I'm all about it. Invest in your community. Invest in your community. Yeah, man. You know, support those. I'm uh, sure, it's some ways education fund. If 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 you put the money down, <laughs> it will eventually come back to you, right? Okay. Um. Yeah, so Eamon Thompson mocked at four for the Houston Rockets. Um, since we are a Texas-based sports radio station, um, I'm going to look at San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas, folks, on that a little bit. Um, 
a bigger, you know. Uh, sure. We don't even spend a lot of time on Wembenyama, other than the fact that he's like a. Everybody knows who he who is. Who is this guy again? He's a generational. Whew, is he pretty good? that man. He is pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty so damn I was good. On podcast. Pretty, I was on pretty podcast, good. Like, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, he's. he's um, well, do you think it's going to pan out for like? Podcast. Of course, it's crazy to say that okay. that that busts are going to happen, man. But I mean. This, it's almost impossible to see that this guy is going to be a bust. He's, I mean, he's got everything, dude. Yeah. Everything. Everything, man. Um, I was on a podcast with my buddy, uh, Stephen Gillespie, um, from No Ceilings NBA, which is a cool site. Check him out. Um, uh, he was, uh, talking about, um, how his, his player comparison for Victor Wimbanyama was a seven foot five Jason Tatum. And, I think that's like a pretty good comp, the way he attacks um, off the dribble. I mean, he the way he, like, it's so weird to watch, man. His release point is like eight. Yeah, you're not you're not going to block the shot. You're not blocking the shot. And he still fades away and step back. It's, it's impossible to contest, literally, for any human being. There's nobody who can contest that shot, especially considering the speed with which Women Yama moves around the court. He's so fluid at seven foot five. It's like unbelievable to watch. Yeah, it's, it's not. Really fun, it's not man. supposed to happen. Right. It, it defies physics almost, right? Yeah, it's no, crazy. it's weird. And like, I, I'm just, you know, as a guy from Dallas, like the Spurs, you know, kicked me in the groin growing up, like all the time. Um, but I have no hatred for San Antonio basketball. I just respect it. I right. It is the. It's almost a staple in the NBA, of, right? Yes, it's it's the selfless basketball like uh, blueprint, basically. Right, Fundament- fundamental know? basketball, like, professionally fundamental. A hundred percent, and you know, obviously, in my opinion, Popovich is the best to ever do it. Um, even more so than Phil Jackson, I just think Popovich is the most innovative defensive coach. Obviously. Uh, he had help, but I think it's one of those things that it's like Popovich, Robinson, Duncan, all those dudes, they helped each other, right? They made each other better, um, which is why I think the, the fact that the big three is involved um, with the women, y'all, I think Tim Duncan has already uh, flown out, so is Popovich, to France to talk to women, Um So I think it's going to be hey, really cool to watch me, Keenan- down the road. Let me ask you a question. We were talking about coaches right there. Before we go down the road, where, where's Daly at for you? Where's Chuck Daly for you on that list? Where's he for you? And then I will give you my thoughts I, as well. I, I want to hear what you have. I can't exactly put him in. He wasn't, he wasn't around. Like He wasn't as big for me, maybe, as he was for you. Right. Like, cause I, Fair. You know what I mean? Fair. Like, I, I've, been, I've been more, um, you know, I've been more in tune to, like, the rivals of, of the, cause I'm a Mavericks guy right. know, from Dallas. We'll get to them in a second in their draft situation. But, um, you know, I, the three Texas teams, um, have all had varying levels of success in the last 20 years. But if you think about it, there are not that many franchises that have won titles, man. There aren't that many. 23 and consecutive playoff appearances for the Spurs too, if I'm correct. That's what I'm saying, man. That's that's what's cool about it for women Yama, man. It's like he couldn't have landed in a place that is going to be better for his development. Is there a better man 
in the history of basketball at developing excellent big men than Greg freaking Popovich. Not, not only that, know, you're man. you're a one hundred percent correct, but also like Tim Duncan is still around that organization and still has a blueprint there as well. So to be able Absolutely. to be able to to, to get and lessons like, from Timmy Duncan, I mean, amazing. Dude. You have an advantageous moment already. You know what I mean? Yeah, but let me ask the real yeah. question here. Like, okay, we yeah, all know we all know he's going number one, right? We all know he's going number one, but what is really like the expected outcome of the season for the Spurs, despite getting Wemby? Okay. Yeah, is he thrown right in? Is he thrown right into the mix? Yeah, Keenan? like are we like, oh, Spurs are now instantly oh, yeah. a playoff team? Oh yeah, he's day one starter. Oh, you mean like playoff? No. Yeah, like what does this mean for the Here's Spurs the, as a team? Is, is Everybody's talking in? about how good he's going to be as an individual. Granted, I give him that, but how good is he going to make sure. this team is, next season? Is he thrown into the mix with saying next like he is? He's an elite rookie to where he's leading the Spurs back to the prominent land. Um, I don't know, man. It's so hard in the NBA now to dominate um, at that level and stand out. Um, LeBron did it. End. The thing with Wembenyama, dude, is like his as amazing as he is on offense, like incredibly. Other than his three point shooting, he's a fantastic shooter. Um, very consistent from the mid range. Can like do jab steps, step back. It's, it's insane. You just won't Google. If, you, if you're not familiar and you're listening to the show, pull over off the highway safely without using a turn signal, uh, <laughs> and then just pull up a use or just drive while you're watching. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, like it, it's like hilarious to watch. It, it, it defies physics. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but the thing with the Spurs is they're sort of lacking point guard play. Um, uh, I like Keldon Johnson. I guess he's not a point guard. He's more of an off guard. But um, I love Devin Vassell. And, you know, according to a couple of guys I've talked to, I've heard the Spurs are trying to trade into the lottery again and pick a point guard. And so some of those point guards that would be on the table, my three favorite point guards that would be available possibly around, you know, they're trying to trade into that 11, 12, 13 area. Mm-hmm. I think they want Kobe Buffkin out of Michigan. Um, is that po- you think that's possible? Yeah. Great. Can they can so. they make the moves I to get up there before, to get him though? I think he's gone before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Kelvin Johnson and I don't know. I'm not that familiar with the Spurs roster. Spurs roster, they usually am. I can tell you they're not going to ship the sell off. He's great. Um, Weminyama. I think so. What's funny is they've rejected a ton of offers for Weminyama already. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. were trying to get in already, and they were like, "Nope." <laughs> One hundred. All right, hey Keen, we got about two more minutes, man. What else we got on uh, on your list, on your detailed All list, right. rolling out before uh, before well, we let you go here? Quick one for our Mavericks fans, or quick one for our Mavericks fans out there before I let you guys go, or before you let me go. Um, the uh, the Mavericks need a big, right? They need some bigs. Their center's been Dwight Powell for ten years, or JaVale McGee, or Christian Wood. They don't have a big that plays defense and can score inside, and can rebound, and has, in my opinion, got that dog in him in the front court. And and so I think the, the two two or three sexiest options for the Mavericks, before you let me go, uh, I would say number one would be Taylor Hendricks out of Central Florida, power forward, shoots 40% from three, um, great, excellent shooter, secondary rim protection skills, uh, decent perimeter defensive skills. Uh, and then Jarris Walker out of University of Houston, 
uh, Philadelphia kid, six foot seven. Uh, my buddy Drew Johnson calls him Hercules because he has a 36 inch vertical at 250 pounds. Wow. That's and yeah, incredibly strong and skilled. Oh, it's ridiculous, man. And so, um, you know, hopefully for the Mavericks, uh, one of those two guys or Anthony Blackout, Arkansas defensive guard, uh, is available. Um, Mavericks need defense, perimeter, interior, doesn't right. matter. Got a good defense. Love it, man. Hey, for more stuff from Keenan, make sure you follow him on Twitter at Keenan Womack, and he does a lot of stuff for Orange Bloods. Make sure you're checking out his uh, his website, too, at uh, draftpunk.com. So, Keenan, yes, man. Sir. Thank you guys so much, man. Absolutely, dude. You. We'll have you on the show a lot more often uh, coming up here uh, within the next few weeks. A lot of moving parts and a lot of news to get to and a lot of updates for the Wagner Wire, man, and you're definitely a part of it. So, love to have you on board, man. And yes, You're sir. a key part of this show, dude. So, uh, thanks for always contributing, I man. I appreciate that. Absolutely, amigo. I love you guys. Thank love you, you too, so bro. Much. We gotta let we gotta get out of here for uh, to pay a little bit of bills, yeah. but on the other side, we'll uh, we'll continue this baby off and uh, wrap a bow on this bad boy and get you set up for your Sunday of sports. It's the Wagner Wire, one zero four nine one zero one nine AM twelve sixty. Stream it live at hornfm What you got going on this afternoon, smashy boy, yeah. Watching soccer, my man. Actually, I got to work soccer tonight, too. So, yeah, it's, it's a full day, full day. Hey, let me ask you this real quick, you know. Bruce Smash big on watching soccer, yeah. <laughs> I love Bruce Springsteen, but, like, I was just about to say how appropriate to play some dad music on Father's Day. But I'm like, when did it morph from, like, you know, hit rock and roll into dad music? music? I don't yeah. know. Um... You know what I'm saying? When the gen- when when that generation I think out when or what? no, I think when and I hate going to this because this is the, one of the moments where I felt old. Right? <laughs> well, and I was sitting, I was sitting where Jack was. Okay. And I was having a conversation with with Brad Kellner. Yeah. And I was talking about how much I love you know, I, I just appreciated the, the boss's music. He's mm. like, "Yeah, man, it's my dad's favorite." And I was just like, oh, God. And, and there it is. It's and my dad's it favorite. That's why I'm playing <laughs> it for the last song. <laughs> and I'm man. just like, man, all right. So maybe it's, maybe it's when our, and, and not so much my son's generation, but maybe the generation in between my son and me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe when they became uh, adults. That's when Bruce Springsteen was ascended into the... Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> the, the genre of folk and man, I'm not even good a, time music. I I'm don't. not even a big Jimmy Buffett fan, but I gotta give that guy credit to like you know have like a whole it's his brand. Own, yeah, it's his own genre. You yeah, know what I mean? just like, off of the music, and I'm just like, whoa! You, you got an own restaurant, you got your own swag. It's what's just like, what's oh. your ultimate dad? All right, what would be your ultimate dad band or dad group to go to? now oh the whole group because i'm like man my dad is pretty much like in this era so i'm like oh if you took me to go see james taylor i'm like okay that's like ultimate dad music right yeah there. that's um or if you have to have a that's band, folk though that james taylor to me is, is like folk. yeah he's more folky but that's what my dad liked uh maybe more like america what, what 
Okay, America. Now, a little horse with no name. Ventura Highway, though. That's an awesome song. If it, so if I'm speaking to Jack's generation, the, the youths. The youths. The youths. The future of the nation. The future of the nation. We are, we are. We are. Oh, no. Um, I would say the Chili's. Um, the Chili Willies? The Peps? The chili, well, I, whatever you guys call them, we call them the chili, red hot chili peppers. Um, to me, they are—they're one of the bands that I grew up with. And not only did I grow up with them, they also evolved, but kept their kept their identity of sound while evolving, which is one of the rarities. Of perfection that bands accomplish. Am I correct with that assessment? In terms of just keeping the sound Auth- as well as authenticity. authenticity. Um, I mean, Flea's only been in relevant, on stage for like the last twenty relevant, years. Relevant authenticity. I yeah, I mean, they're definitely in a. There's a few rock bands because a lot of bands sell exist. out, dude. A lot of bands sell out. I mean, Foo Fighters are kind of in that. Although. Chili Peppers were around for like 15 years before the Foo Fighters. I mean, I know no, Grohl was obviously in D. Fry's got a great remark here. To Jack, it would be U2. To me, it's CCR. See, I, I even U2's think U2's good. My parents love U2. No, My but- dad's a huge Springsteen guy, and he made me a big Springsteen okay. guy. So, I mean, that's if you're if you're going, what does my dad listen to? Okay. It's Springsteen. That was my first concert see, at the Irwin Center. I imagine your dad to be about what the same night, age. Really? Text in, Dad. I don't know if you're listening. Does <laughs> it be the same age as like my uncle? And like, oh, so my uncle was really big into like the alternative music at the time. So like Nirvana, especially Pearl Jam. I remember he even had a sticker on his truck. So Dude. I'm just all like, oh, I figured like that would be the dad music to you would be like Pearl Jam. The dad I, music to be. me. Mine was the Commodore. Like my dad, my, my real dad. Like he loved the Commodores. He Lionel Richie. Um, I mean, I like, like him even without Lionel Richie. Uh, Billy Paul. I mean. Yeah, uh, Billy Paul's good too. Me, uh, like, I, that's all I remember hearing is is me and Mrs. Jones. So he liked the soul o- that's Redding, another great my, that's my, good. My my dad, what Billy Paul? Yeah, Billy Paul. Because I, I, I said Jones. Otis, I said Otis Redding. I was just like, Ooh, no, no, Otis no, no, no. I, I was not one. there. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's that was my dad's go to um, a lot. Like Chicago, he liked Chicago too. Soft, soft listening, you know, easy listening music. That was my biological father. My now my. The, the man that raised me, my my dad, like Irvin Hebb, um, this dude, you know, from Engelbert Humperdinck to uh, Engelbert the Johnny Mathis. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, like, There's some good jams I mean, in there. I mean, we were all over the place. Uh, wait, Merle, you know, Merle Tillis. I mean, Elvis. I mean, that that Elvis was a huge man, influence. Yeah, my like, parents kept my it pretty diverse musically. They were in high school in the 80s, so, you know, the MTV generation. I, I grew up on a lot of that, a lot of new wave. Well, we my know mom. my favorite band, and I haven't mentioned it in about a month, so I'm not going to mention it again, but that I'm was my first influence. That you, my, you know, my brother <laughs> was uh, was a key, integral part of my music influence growing up, but, yeah, with British synth pop. And my dad texted me back. I asked him if, if I could play one Bruce Springsteen song, what would it be? He didn't get back to me in time, but he said Thunder Road, so okay. I wished on that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it's he okay. Took a stab no, at okay. it. Rose took a shot. incredible, though. Took a shot. But that's what I like about music, man. You don't necessarily have to have like a super tight relationship with anybody, but you know what they like, a couple of songs, it kind of tells you who they are as a person. <laughs> 100. 100. Yeah, and a lot of Willie. Um, you know, had Merle. I mean, a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of outlaw country music. Steve what Miller, I, yeah. Steve Miller. That was, you know, I, I guess my dad. It was in my my dad's wheelhouse, but 
the classics, man. Like, um, like a lot of Mel Teller, man. I'm just a lot of Mel Tellers, dude. Always walking in from the back porch and hearing, you know, hearing Mel on the damn radio. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your all's um your all's memories of some of the best songs that you listened to, uh, with your old man. Or that remind or you of that your old man. That remind you of your old man or some of the best moments in sports that you were able to catch with your old man. Oh, yeah, um, man. And I, I remember um, my dad wasn't necessarily into soccer. Like, you know, we all became soccer fans later in life. But we went to go see a U.S. versus Mexico game in San Antonio when they played in the Dome. And, man, I think, like, we probably had the most fun as, like, father, son, and my brother's there, too. And, like, man, that was, like, the bonding moment. Like, oh, man, we I, that was probably the best time I've ever had with dad. That's legit. Going to that. That's legit. That's a great memory. For, um... I got a lot of memories with my dad watching Maryland football and Maryland basketball, but ultimately, like, the one memory that just resonates and dominates um, in my mind is when we went to go see the Baltimore Orioles play the Boston Red Sox, Roger Clemens was pitching, and I don't know if, I don't know if the home runs were off Clemens or not, but my dad... And I called back-to-back home runs. No off way, Cal of Ripken and Randy Mulligan. No, yeah, that's real. It's real. Oh my gosh, it's real. Yeah, that's um, a great moment. But I can't remember if it was off of Roger Clemens or not. But uh-huh. I remember, I remember Clemens being on the Red Sox at the time. And it's like hitting a seven-game parlay, just we that were, back-to-back. Dude, we were, we were, um, we were on the first base side. We were on the first base line, right by, right by the dugout. A little, we were in mid, mid-level, mid-level. Yeah. But I could still remember seeing, I remember seeing Mulligan come out in the batter's box, and I'm like, "Man, Mulligan looks good, Dad. I think Mulligan's gonna hit a home run." And then, and then my dad looks at me because Ripken was hitting before Mulligan, mm-hmm. and Dad looks over at me. And he goes, "Cal's gonna knock one out right here," and sure enough, he goes yard. And I look over, and I'm like, "Well, watch this. Here comes Mulligan, and Mulligan's gonna knock one out too. The moose is going yard." Sure enough, Randy Mulligan goes yard, <laughs> man, and then. That was probably that's that is uh that's one of my my favorite memories of oh, man, sports. Oh like, see that? I, I got know. countless Longhorn games under my belt with my dad. I think the coolest one. I mean, just for the history of it, we were at the the Boston College twenty five. Oh inning. man, I was, I was at I was it was two thousand nine, so I was what were you nine. Doing? Yeah, yeah, man. Like we were there. Kid. We stayed for like twenty of the twenty. I think we stayed twenty two innings. About, but we were there. It was long. We had a closer. A closer. Come in and he pitched like 120 That's pitches. The arm just jello. Uh, Austin Wood. He pitched, oh my gosh. That was, it was just like it kept going. And it wasn't like a barn burner. It was right. three to two. No, yeah. <laughs> no one scored. Crazy, man. Yeah, love to hear your old dad. Make, make sure you share that with us on our social media as well at, uh, at Not the Fake Wags, at The Smash Simmons, and Jack A. Farrell. Any numbers in that? No, I got the I got the legit it's Jack, just Jack A. A. Farrell. A stands it. for Austin. I love it. I love it, man. That is my middle name. Well, now we know everything about you. I can now list we out you. my social, my address. Don't do it. Don't, Don't do divulge it. too much. Don't do it, Jack. Everyone have a pen? Don't do it. The fabric <laughs> of society. Don't do it. All right, hey, thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in on this Father's Day and uh, giving us your ear. Always, always great to connect with you guys from Austin and, and everyone out there listening to us outside of our Fairburg. Um, shout out to Audiovisual Consultations, great sponsor to this show, uh, title sponsors, and shout out to everybody that listens to it as well, all you guys out there, uh, all the dads, all the kings. Happy Father's Day. 
Thank you to Al Walsh and thank you to Keenan Womack for jumping on here. And shout out to Jack A. Farrell and The Smash for always being with me and riding riding this posse of, of God, nastiness at times. Anyways, you guys know the drill, man. Level up, get the dub, and enjoy the ride.